just lift up your hands unto Jesus. Father, we thank you for this wonderful and awesome time. Thank you for your presence that is filled up all over here. Holy Spirit, move in our midst. Make a way for someone here, Lord. Let your kingdom be magnified in our midst, Lord. Father, we are humbled to be in your presence. And let your glory, Lord, be magnified in our midst. Exalt our hearts, Lord. Build us, Lord. Heal the sick, Lord. And bring deliverance to the captives. Punish the devil. And take him where he belongs. Cleanse us this morning and make us whole before your presence. Father, let your name forever be magnified. To you alone be the glory. To you alone be the honor. Father, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Come on, let's put our hands together for Jesus. You can do better, 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 better. I'm so humbled to be in Tell Them Ministries International. Uh, my name is uh, Pastor Frank all the way from Uganda, the eastern part of Africa. Uh, City Harvest Church is my church. And by grace, I pastor the church in Kampala. And uh, I want you to permit me in two minutes on my time to allow my wife come and say hello to you. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm also so happy to be here. I didn't know that it can be possible, but I'm here because of his grace. My name is Rebecca Tumsime, and this is my husband. We have four children. One is 15, another is 13, and the third born is nine. And the last is 10 months. Hallelujah. So you can see how the Lord has blessed us. Amen. And I want to thank God for Pastor Peterson. He's a great man of God. And I want also to thank God for Mama. Thank you for inviting us. Please, we are so honored and humbled. Thank you so much. It is another thing to be invited. And also another thing to be taken care of, and they treat you as children. Please, thank you so much. May the Lord bless you. There is one word I just want to leave with you. It is God's love, and it is the greatest commandment. Hallelujah. The Bible says that love your God as you love yourself. Amen. And I know one thing that love comes from the heart. Love cannot come from the mind. 
You don't think to love. Love is a feeling, and feelings come from the heart. Hallelujah. Love is the greatest of all. Of all the things you do, of all the things you want to do in life, love must be the first. Hallelujah. Love has no bounds. Amen. Love does not end. Love is so big. The Bible says that he loved us and he gave. He loved us and he had to sacrifice. Amen. Love is sacrificial. You can't tell me that you love if you can't sacrifice. Hallelujah. Love does not know anybody. Love does not segregate. Love does not know color. Love does not end to this one or this one. Love does not pick. Hallelujah. We love to the end. We love forever and more. Amen. So may the Lord bless you so much for that. I don't want to take any more time because the one who is going to bring the word is here. May the Lord bless you. Amen. 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 You're such a loving church. Uh, I want to appreciate God for Pastor Peter and the wife. You know, they've given us uh, a royal treatment. Amen. Is, they are such humble people. Amen. In East Africa, we are not humble like this. People are rough. Hallelujah. You go to find whatever you want, the way you want it, and how. But here, <laughs> amen, I've been enjoying treatment, you know, first-class treatment, and this has been awesome. I have good news to take back home. Pastor Peter and your wife and the whole church, you are so loving. The Lord bless you so much. Uh, I want to quickly get into the word uh, because of my time. I just have a few minutes remaining with me. And I want us to open uh, the Bible in Isaiah 49. Isaiah 49. Uh, from verse 1. Uh, the Bible says, uh, verse 1, Listen to me, O Isos and the coastlands, and hearken you peoples from afar. I'm reading the Amplified Version. The Lord has called me from the womb. Someone said, the Lord called me from the womb. That is one of the greatest commissions that God gave unto you. That is listening to, to me right now. God called you right from your mother's womb. He knew you before you were created. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word, and we pray the Lord bless and add value to the reading of your word. We thank you, and we vow to return all the glory and the honor to you for what you will do in our ministry in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Let me hear an amen. Uh, I'll be quickly talking about Provoking the manifestation of your vision. Someone say, provoking the manifestation of your vision. 
when God created you and I, he gave us visions. Everyone seated here, you have a vision that God placed in the inside of you. And, and God is waiting for the manifestation of that vision. You are not a mistake that you are existing on earth. You were designed, programmed by God himself, planned and planted on earth for a particular assignment to do. Hallelujah. When I was seated here, the Lord spoke to me when I saw, when I was in the presence during the worship. And God told me, Pastor Peter, that tell them is one of the churches in Cape Town that God has put on the list to bring revival in this nation. That God is going to pick you here and use you in this nation to cause a revival that is going to bring change in the government. That people that have not been listening to Christians are going to start listening to Christians. And it's going to start from here. You believe it, shout a big amen. amen. And the Bible says here that the Lord has called you and I from the womb, from the body of our mother, that he has named us by our names. Hallelujah. And he has made my mouth like a, a sharp sword in the shadow of his hand. Has he hid me and made me a polished arrow. The Lord has made you a polished arrow. Glory to Jesus. The Lord has sharpened you to bring change to the people in this nation. The Lord is raising you up and is going to use you to make impact in this nation. Hallelujah. And he says in his quiver has he kept you and concealed you. Hallelujah. He has concealed you. He has protected you from the arrows of the enemy. And he says in Jeremiah 1 and verse 5, he says, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. Glory to Jesus. That's Galatians 1.15. It says, but when it pleased God who separated me from the mother's womb and called me by his grace. We are serving him by his grace. We stand by his grace. It is by his favor that we are able to stand. It is by his anointing upon our lives that we are able to stand. We couldn't have made it to Cape Town from all the way East Africa. But because of the vision that God has given unto us, we are here by his grace. Pastor Peter was telling me that he's been in Pakistan. He's been going everywhere around the world. Why? Because of the vision that God has placed upon his life. Vision will take you where you have never been. Vision will tell you what to eat and what not to eat. Vision will control the way you dress and how you speak to people. Your vision will control your life. 
there is something that God has put inside your life. And that is what is going to make you shine and separate you from what is not important. It is the vision of God that brings color and adds value unto our lives. It is his vision that brings and gives us a voice to stand and speak. The Lord separated us from our mother's womb before we were formed. He called us prophets unto nations. You are a prophet unto a nation. You are a prophet unto this nation. You are a purpose of God. Your purpose existed before you did. God knew you and picked you before you existed. God knew that you will exist and death will not see you in the name of Jesus. There shall be no loss of life, no loss of your property. When the enemy is planning to kill you, the Lord will come in and separate you and protect you because of the vision that is upon your life. One time I was living in, uh, in Swaziland. I lived in Swaziland for about 10 years. And one day, the enemy attacked us with my family. The enemy brought people. They are ritual killers. They come and slaughter everybody. They don't take anything and just walk away. And one day in the midst of the night, the enemy came in, broke into my house, and came in with machets, two men with machets. And one of them came right where I was, and he hit me right in the middle of the head. I fell down. And at the moment, I felt I think I'm dead. But to some point, I felt I still had senses. And I remembered my family. I woke up from the fall. And the man looked at me and thought I was a spirit. And he brought again the same magic and he hit me here. This time when I fall, I didn't take long on the ground. I rose up. And by the grace of God, I held him, I hit him on the wall. And I hit him on the next one. And he ran out of the house as my wife was calling the blood of Jesus. The other man was standing by the door. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. As my wife was screaming the blood of Jesus, the man stayed there. He could not move with his machet. The blood was working. I prophesy unto your life in the name of Jesus that every plot of the enemy against your life, every plan of the grave to take you before your time, the blood of Jesus will separate you, will speak for you. The Bible says the blood of Jesus speaks better than the blood of Abel. There is a blood that is speaking upon your life that will protect you, that will cover you from the plots of the enemy. The Lord looks from heaven and laughs against your enemies. Those that have been planning against your downfall, the Lord will pick you up by the power of his blood. The blood of Jesus protected us from that death. When you have a vision of God, God himself protects you. You cannot die with vision. You can go through fire. You can walk through waters. But because of the vision that you carry, the Lord will protect you. I am speaking to some people that God is going to use in this congregation with visions. When you discover your vision, 
you begin to pattern up with God. You begin to work with God. You begin to reason with God. The reason why Moses reasoned with God, that, that was a vision. Hallelujah. You cannot reason with God if you don't have vision. And your vision can only manifest when you are in partnership with God. The reason why the devil manipulates us, puts us down and steps on us because we don't know our visions. The day God opens up your mind and you know your vision is the day the devil will get his hands off you. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that every wicked hands that have been manipulating your life, your health, your family, today I declare it is over in the name of Jesus. I see a lifting up again. When others are singing, there is a downfall. Your song will be, there is a lifting up. When you feel like you're wearing down, the Lord will say, rise up my daughter, rise up my son, because I am taking you far. When you think the road has come to an end, God begins to open up another new way. Those that close you out, God begins to open up for you. And that is what he's going to do this year in the name of Jesus. The Lord sent me here by his grace through God's servant to tell you that inside you there is a vision. And God is prepared to work with you because of the vision that you carry. Your vision will not die. It shall live and you shall bring it to its accomplishment. Because it is not by your power. It is not by your strength, but it is by the Spirit of God that your vision will come to an end in the name of Jesus. Let me hear a big amen. Now, there are things that I want you to understand here. Purpose is the source of your vision. Whenever you have purpose, you begin to create and get closer to your vision. Hallelujah. If every one of us will rise up with purpose, this church is too small to contain us here. If all of us would rise up with purpose and begin to walk, visions are going to begin coming up. And very soon, Pastor Peter and your wife will begin to look for a bigger place. I don't know if I'm prophesying. Hallelujah. Very soon. There shall be a bigger place. Why? We, if we all rise up with purpose within us, we create a way for God's vision to work in us in the name of Jesus Christ. You were perfectly designed and complete for the vision that God put inside you. God brought you here to stand with the man of God and the woman of God for this vision to keep moving forward. You are not here by mistake. God planted you here for a reason. And there is a reason why you are here. Whatever has happened before, we say, God, thank you. But there is a new beginning. He says, I am closing out the old and I am bringing a new one. There is a new thing that is going to happen in this church. There is a new rising that is going to 
come into this church. There is a new wave that God is going to bring into this church. That you are no more going to think of the past, but you are going to see the future. And that future will surely speak and it shall come to pass. Let me hear a big amen. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. The Bible says, you, for we are God's own hand work. Glory to Jesus. We are God's own handwork. It is not about our aunties or uncles. It is not about our mother or father, but God's own handwork. Glory to Jesus. God sat down and planned you before you existed. God sat down and began to set a plan for you that when you come on earth, you will do this and that and that one, that you will be in tell them ministries here, serving God. He planted it before you existed, and he knew it. And I'm here to speak again, that as you discover what God planted in the inside of you, in the inside of you, I see God putting ad value, adding the anointing unto what he has put upon your life. And very soon, you will be lifting Discharge to another level. Shout a big amen. He, for we are God's own handwork, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. There is a life that God planned. There is a life that God put before us. There is a joy that God put before us. So anyone that tries to take your joy is tampering with the original plan of God. Our God planned that we may be happy, that we may have life, and life in its fullness John 10, 10, he says, the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Christ has come to give us life, and that life in abundance. You will not die prematurely. You shall live to fulfill the works of the Lord in the land of the living. Anybody that is trying to plant against your life, I see a downfall upon them in the name of Jesus. Whatever seems to be going backward, I see God putting it forward for you. I see grace coming and working out for you. I see favor lifting you and taking you to your place in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, there are things that I want us to understand here as we are coming to the last bit of this preaching. Now, vision is more than just mere interest. Hallelujah. Vision is more than what we just think. Because vision separates us from everybody. What pulls us out of the crowd is the vision that we carry. Your vision gives you a name. Hallelujah. Your vision will put a crown on you. As you labor in that vision, I know that there are hurdles in the journey of Christianity. Christianity is not easy. Sometimes we get tired and fall. 
and give up. But it doesn't matter. Even if you fall down, if you can get strength to rise up again, the Lord is willing to work again with you. In the journey of Christianity, there are discouragements. Some people come and break us down. But in the moment of breaking up, I want you to know that God is right there with you. He knows that you are breaking down. But he says, my daughter, my son, if you're able to rise up again, I will take you forward. The Bible says from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God has suffered violence. But only the violent rise up and take it by force. In the kingdom of God, violence is what pushes us forward. Violence is what helps us to forge forward. When you are timid and you are there with no confidence, the devil manipulates you. you got to rise up and let the lion in you roar. There is a lion of the tribe of Judah that is seated in the inside of you. When you rise up, sickness leaves you. When you rise up, the, the, the depression has got to leave you. Many people suffer of stress. Why? Because they have not known the Lord their God. Bible says, they that know the Lord their God shall do exploits. The God that you know is the Lord that works for you. If he's a healer, he will heal you. If he's the one that resurrects dead bodies, dead bodies will rise up again. If it's the one that makes the lame to walk, the lame will start walking. I pray in the name of Jesus that everyone under the sound of my voice, may you know your God and that God will make a way for you. There must be confidence in you. As a Christian, you should know that your God is working with you. The reason why the enemy puts us down, sometimes we don't know who our God is. Our God does not slumber. He's always awake. In the night when we are sleeping, he's awake. When you're driving, you think you're the one driving. It's the Lord driving on your behalf. The car can overturn many times. But when the Lord is in that car, you will survive that accident. Hallelujah. When you are thinking you're alone in the fire, the Lord is there with you. You remember Shadrach, Mesach, and Abednego? When they threw them in the fire, they didn't know. But the guy who was outside, hallelujah, is the one who saw the fourth man in the fire. He said, didn't we throw three of them? But there is another one, which looks to be the fourth one, and looks to be like a son of God. I am here to declare and decree that your downfall has got the fourth man. That fire you're in, there is a fourth man in that fire. In that sickness, there is a fourth man. You might be going through it, but it is just a while. It is about to change. Weeping must be, might be in the night, but in the morning, there is joy. That joy is coming your way. Tell your neighbor it is just for a while. It will not last. It is just... For a while. Sometimes the enemy thinks we are over. But I came to bring good news unto you. That it is not yet over. When the Lord is still on the throne. It is not yet over with you. Tell your neighbor it is not yet over. Until it is over. God is still working on you. Hallelujah. You might be going through pain. But I want to remind you that God knows the pain. That you're going through. 
God is aware of what you are going through. Hallelujah. Sometimes relationships break our hearts. And we feel like, no, 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 no. The Lord has forgotten me. God knows the relationship you're in. And he's aware of what you're going through. He might be quiet, but he knows you're sitting an exam. Did you know that in an examination room, God does not speak? Hallelujah. He waits after the examination. Then he tells you the answers. Hallelujah. Some of us might be going through examinations. Live around the preacher. That man is going to be powerful. Hallelujah. He's going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It is prophetic that you see him moving around here. God is going to use him. Glory to Jesus. Whatever you're going through, God is aware. But we've got to be confident. Glory to Jesus. We've got to know who our God is. If someone tells you you're sick, tell them I am not sick. Because by his stripes I was healed. What are you talking about? Do you know that our bodies respond to the words that we speak? What you confess is what you're going to be. You can't confess weakness and be strong. If you confess strength, strength will come to you. That is why the Bible says, let the weak say, I am what? Let the weak say, I am strong. Why? Because the Bible knows that when you confess it, you begin to live it. What you confess is what God endorses. I came anointed unto you, speaking on this exalted altar, that every weakness that you've gone, you've been going through, I see strength rising up from you. I see the hand of God patterning up with you. I see grace coming upon you in the name of Jesus. Every sickness knows the voice of God. Hallelujah. There is no sickness that does not know the voice of God. When God speaks, even the smallest insect hears. The chairs have got ears because he created them. When he speaks, ears open up and they listen. And the good news is, you are the voice of God. You are the voice of God. And God is waiting for you to speak. And things will change. Glory to Jesus. There is no situation that God cannot change. There is no sickness that God cannot heal. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, that is impossible with God. I came to encourage somebody here. You've been thinking it is all over. And say it is the end of the road. I have good news for you. That is just beginning. It is just the beginning of the new road. There is another way that God is putting for you. There is another man that is coming that carries the voice of God that is going to lead you. And you shall be able to go forward in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Shall we rise up to the feet in the name of Jesus? There is this song which says, you make way. Can, can we call our anointed worshiper over here? I have your word. God spoke to me when you're worshiping here. I'm going to give you your word in the name of Jesus. So let's put our hands together for the anointed woman of God. There is a way where there is, is no way. God will always make a way where, yes, please, the worship team, a woman of God. Help us lead us in that way, if, in that song, if we know it. You may. 
shall we lift up our hands unto Jesus? I feel the move of God over here. I'm standing mm. here only because you made hey. you. You made a way. I want you to just open up your heart. your hearts when our backs were against the wall hey, hey, hey. and it looked as if it was over you oh, you made a way now I'm standing here only because you made a way come on move the mountain being here the Lord was ministering to me about your life and God told me that he's, he's ushering you into a new anointing and that anointing is going to be international I don't know if you're ready for that anointing nations are going to wait to hear your voice and the Lord spoke to me and he said that the anointing that has upon this woman of Hillsong, Dalenchik, that is, is falling upon you and is going to use you. Many will be healed through you. Lives will be transformed through you. And people will be so blessed because of your ministry in the name of Jesus. You're here in the
the congregation and you've been having a constant pain in your head it's been constant you get some tablets it kind of 